Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Buongiorno a tutti. This morning, I am talking to you directly from the kitchen of my apartment in Bethlehem. So, uh, it's an early morning, the sun woke me up, bright and shiny, and I have prepared a lemon tart for Jane, it's her birthday. I'm very happy, so today we will celebrate. Yesterday we were walking in Batir, Batir is an area in Bethlehem, and it's famous for the Roman Springs, uh, an UNESCO heritage, it's very beautiful, um, from... Um, from the Roman time, the Roman Empire was still here, and the Roman springs and the Roman pools. You can continue through the valley all the way to Beit Sahur, beautiful walk in the valley with surrounded by mountains and olive trees. In the beginning, before we started walking, I hear a woman's voice. Salamu alaikum, bidekahwa, tfantali. So we were invited to have coffee, and <laughs> she can't say no. So we enter share the life story with this amazing family and their five kids and one of the kids said Muhammad goes to the lemon tree and starts filling my backpack with lemons <laughs> so love the perfume on fresh lemons come home and now I prepared this little cake for Jane very good start of the day and uh, it's special uh, day this week uh, the Hebrew celebrates the um, the day of Purim. Purim comes from the word lots, and the word comes from pur, fate, and um, it's in memory of the book, the biblical book of Esther. It's also known as the festival of lots, and according to the book of Esther, Haman, a royal visitor to King Ashashevrosh. Perhaps I pronounced it right. <laughs> he planned to kill the Jews in the empire, but his plans were foiled by Mordecai, and his cousin and adopted daughter Esther, who had recently to become queen of Persia. The day of deliverance became a day of feasting and a day of rejoicing. So this is the reason for the celebration of Purim. So how do you celebrate? Well, they should be celebrating by feasting, gladness, and sending food to each other and giving gifts to the poor. The only problem is that in these areas, along with the Purim, nowadays it's also a big carnival. If you go to Tel Aviv, people dress up. It's very beautiful. It's a fun celebration. But in other cities like Al Khalil, Hebron, you will find a more critic, critical situation where there are lots of clashes. 
saw the reason for the visit in Batir, I'm afraid, was that someone had drawn graffiti on a mosque, writing not very nice messages, also marking cars and slicing tires of lots of cars. So there are lots of things connected to this festival. It can be beautiful, like in Tel Aviv, but in other countries, uh, sorry, in other cities, um, where the the settlers and the Palestinians live closer together, if you combine a festival, lots of drinking, bad things tend to happen. Inshallah, it will be a calm day today. So let's move on to something more positive. Yesterday, I was visiting Karama. Karama is an organization started by Yasser Alhai, 2002. And Karama seeks to make a difference uh, in the life of Palestinian refugees living under difficult conditions. You will find it in Dahisha camp here in Bethlehem the main center. They have free access to educational and psychosocial services. They also have lots of projects supporting women and strengthening women. They also arrange various workshops with activities for women and help them to create their own network. In the summertime, they even, last 10 years, they have had summer camps for the children and the refugee camps as well. So they have many beautiful projects. One of these projects is rooftop greenhouses. So the idea of the project is to transform flat rooftops in refugee camps into organic farms of vegetables and herbs grown into long plastic tubes in a 20 square greenhouse. So the women learn to grow tomatoes, cucumbers, beans, peppers, parsley, thyme and other vegetables, fruits and herbs. The most used vegetables and herbs that are used inside a Palestinian kitchen, basically. And to have access to these vegetables and herbs in your own rooftop, it really changes the life. It helps in the way that it increases the food security for the unprivileged uh, refugee families. And also, the greenhouse is the foundation for a woman-led food production business that will bring a high-quality food product that's organic to the local markets. And the aim with this is to give the women the agricultural and management skills that they need in order for them to completely run their greenhouses independently. And starting from preparing its soil to tying their strings and harvesting their own products. And the project fosters independence and empowerment among the women. And the garden is a beautiful place to start. So I was lucky. Luai helped me and guided me through the whole process and how it was created. So it strengthens the women on many different areas and gives them personal power you know working in a green space and participating in the training programs that you go through it has a positive effect on the emotional well-being of women of course it also gives a green space you know a safe space to relax and enjoy the nature and it's hard to come by in the camps you don't find parks they don't exist so making greenhouses um 
meeting places is one very positive part of it. You can also, like I said, you get a possibility to feed your family. So the gardens that are established in Daisha camp have shown that the year-round production can provide families with nutritious, fresh products. And all of everything they use is organic. So there is also a business opportunity, right? So the women are growing the gardens in a profitable social enterprise business by adding value to their own products. So for everything that they grow, Karama, the NGO, helps the, the women to sell their product. And they also help them by giving them a price that is always above the market price. So for example, if you sell tomatoes and the market price would be 7 shekel, they will give them between 10 to 12 shekels. Partners in this uh, is the EU as a main donor, and you also have UNRWA as a partner. And I mean, like I said, it's a dream because it gives both social, economical, and educational growth to women. And I'm, I would like to go back. I for sure I'm going back to plant more. For me, it was like finding a small garden, a small paradise in the middle of all asphalt and all cold materials. Another issue is that the refugee camp was supposed to have space for 5,000 people and now there's 15,000. So there is no more space and the families are growing. So what happens is that the houses become higher and higher and more apartments and they build them higher and higher. So there is absolutely zero space for gardening. But this way, by using the rooftops, you actually change, you use um, the space that you have. You also change the environment and you give a better air quality by planting greens in the refugee camps. The day is not over yet, like I said. So this is what was closest to my heart about this beautiful organization. And if you are interested in visiting it or volunteering, you can find the link. I will give you the link on the Instagram page and also on Facebook on Moron Pratet. Please feel free to write us if you have any questions. Tonight, to celebrate my day colleague, we will go out to... Uh, vegetarian restaurant we're actually going to Jerusalem there is a restaurant called Pergamon where I've been once before and it's a very nice atmosphere you have an open kitchen so you can see the chef when he's doing his cooking I last time had delicious meal and I really like it so I hope that you will like the surprise otherwise favorite restaurant, Yudale. You will find a chef called Asaf Seri, Yudale. Yudale, it's like having a party and eating at the same time. You cannot find a better place in Jerusalem. So you enter, you have the bar, you can eat by the bar, and you, you find everyone dancing. It took me like five minutes before I was dancing with the waitress. <laughs> it's the best service and the best place to be. Except for if you're looking for a very calm dinner, then it's the wrong place to be. Don't do it. Don't go there. But if you're like me, do it. 
And if you just want to have a different experience, do it. So basically, just do it. And uh, I think that's all for me for today. Like I said, these are interesting days. I will keep you updated with everything that happens during Puri. And I'm just very pleased to be back in Bethlehem because, like you know, I have had the MTO week. I'm halfway through and it feels so weird for me that I'm already halfway through this beautiful experience of living in Palestine. So for me, I'm enjoying every second of every day. Now, to accompany this beautiful lemon cake, I will make some Arabic coffee, kahwa. And uh, of course it has cardamom in it, which is also good for your stomach, you know. So I can have as many cups as possible because it's really good for you. So I will make my coffee. Ooh, another thing that's very good to know, if you ever offer your guests coffee, you have to serve it steaming hot. Because if it's not burning you, if uh, someone serves you cold coffee, it's an insult. So be very careful when you serve your coffee. Make sure that it's steamy hot. That way it's a blessing for you and for everyone. <laughs> With that, I leave you. I will now go and sing the happy birthday song in Arabic. Have a beautiful day. Ma salame. Talk to you soon. Yalla bye.